0: gators breakdown because there's never a dull moment in gator nation the gators breakdown podcast is ready to go i'm your host david waters and you can find me on twitter at gator Dave underscore scc coming at you with a little bit of breaking news for the gators today of course wesley mcgriff being hired uh was at auburn before he'll come in as a secondary role for the gators we don't necessarily know the role quite yet but uh Heck, I don't know a whole lot about him, so I'm going to bring on somebody I know who does. Uh, Jake Crane from the J Boy shows, right here, He's going to join us here on Gators Breakdown for this quick little breakdown of the Gators' newest hire. Jake, man, thanks for hopping on.
1: Hey, Dave, man, love the show. You do a great job. Uh, it's an honor to be with you.
0: So let, uh, let my listeners know, uh, of course, you you have a podcast, a show out there, uh, very popular out there talking SEC football. But uh, let our listeners know uh, your background covering SEC football and uh, background with the Auburn Tigers.
1: Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I coached college football for nine years, uh, four of them at the Division One level at South Alabama, uh, all the way from the coast uh, up in Montana, uh, close to the Canadian border. Uh, from a football family, my dad was all American at Auburn, played in the NFL for a little bit, coach. So you know, growing up, it was ball, and and it's kind of what we uh, lived, eat, and breathed. Uh, depending on what season it was, baseball, football, and basketball. And and once this pandemic hit, I kind of started this podcast, uh, the one you mentioned uh, during the downtime, and it just really uh, exploded. And I think timing's everything in life, and I'm just very fortunate. Uh, and I feel like it's something I always tell people, man, if I was a chef for nine years, I feel like I'd have a pretty good chef podcast. So uh, I have good relationships with a lot of the coaches around the league at different places and kind of know how the sausage is made. So I think the perspective is a little bit different. You know, we don't talk really generic football. They need to run better. They need to pass better. Well, how do they need to do it? Why do they need to do it? Uh, we have guests from all over the SEC network. Dave, I got to get you on yeah. once the tires get made to talk some Florida ball as well, man.
0: Absolutely, yeah. That's kind of kind of what we do here on Gators Breakdown. Uh, yes, the, yes, they need to do things better. Somebody needs to do something better. Why? Wow. <laughs> Play
1: <Wow>. better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, that's how we that's how we do it here too. There. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this newest hire for the Gators. Like I said, quick quick uh, hit episode here. Uh, and thank you, everybody, joining us uh, quickly on YouTube. Uh, right, quick, Wesley McGriff. Going to be hired. Uh, spent two years his mo- with his most recent role at Auburn, but uh, nine years worth of uh, assistant coaching experience in the SEC as well as well as some time in the NFL. Fifty-two year old uh, spent two years as defensive coordinator at Ole Miss prior to his uh, recent stint at Auburn. So, Jake, I'm going to ask you just r- right away, uh, what kind of person are the Gators getting here?
1: Well, number one, I got to tell you guys, it's really not Coach McGriff, it's Coach Crime Dog. That's kind of how he goes. You're going to hear that, Coach Crime, uh, in recruiting, uh, that's that's a big name, but What you're getting with Wesley McGriff, number one, you're getting a guy that's experienced. You're getting a guy that knows how it goes in the SEC, a guy that's coached it all as a coordinator so he understands what uh, the moving parts have to be, things that marry up. He has his own style. So he's bringing a perspective where he was a guy in charge and can maybe uh, tell the coaches there some tendencies about certain teams that they don't know. Uh, Obviously, against Auburn, that helps. But just in general, knowing the guys in the league, he won't be afraid to go into high schools uh, and recruit with that afford a shirt on and, and do well. Uh, he has really good relationships with the high school coaches around the Southeast. Uh, you're getting a guy that cares about his players. You rarely ever hear if at all a player say a bad thing about coach crime. They love him. They love playing for him. He's a guy that Auburn fans love. Auburn players love. It was just kind of a time to move on like it is at some places, uh, but you're getting a, a great man. Uh, you're getting a guy that cares about the players and that always ends up well. And that always yields well on the field.
0: So we know the uh, there's a reason these hires are being made right now. The Gators defense, very, very poor uh, this past year under Todd Grantham. And Gators are making some changes. Ron English out the door. Torian Gray out the door. How's he going to fit into this Gator defense from what you've seen from afar? We know it's not the the, the Gator defense that we've come to know uh, the, the Florida to have uh, in the last what, 20, 30 years. You look at a Florida defense, you expect a certain standard there. It was definitely not met this past year. How do you think he fits into this uh, this Todd Grantham defense?
1: Well, he's a guy that you can count on, and he's a guy that you can trust, and I think those are the two things that, that – the only two things you can really ask on a guy – you know, joining a new staff. But I but I will say this about Florida. What surprised me wasn't just that Florida struggled early on defense is that they didn't get better as the season went in. It was a crazy season. The preparation was crazy. I understand that. But typically when you have coordinators like a Todd Grantham, guys that have been around the block – Defenses tend to progress. I don't know why that disconnect was there. You saw that disconnect with Bo Pelini at LSU. It's not like Todd Grantham forgot how to coach football, uh, but sometimes it may be an assistant mix that isn't great. Sometimes you need to shake it up. But I do think in crime you're getting a guy that's organized, a guy that can come in there that you can count on, that if you want to rebuild a defense or rebuild the swag or rebuild the culture a little bit, he's a guy that understands how to do that. He's been a part of that. So, again, all you can do is, is ask a new guy, can I trust you and can I count on you? Uh, and I think that's the guy that Wesley McGriff is, that Coach Crime is.
0: Jake, and, and the thing is, you know, for part of that Gator defense, it's always Florida's defensive backs. And that's, that, that's what you look at. When that, and that's where it starts. So, you know, how, how do you think, uh, you know, DBU, that's thrown around at Florida, it's thrown around at LSU, it's thrown around at Ohio State – you're saying this may be a good way to get that that, that swag yeah. DBU back.
1: Yeah, well, well, the best way is to have a defensive line that can rush the passer. And, and again, you can have Deion Sanders out there. And, again, Florida, from a leverage standpoint, did a lot of bad things in the secondary. I agree with you. Uh, but everybody says, I understand DBU. Well, typically DBU is probably a team that follows behind D-line you. <laughs> and if you have D-line you, then you don't need DBU. Now, you'd love to have DBU, but it's amazing if you get D-line you – then you turn into DBU because you're getting all these interceptions and the DBs may be playing great, but you don't see that DN that's screaming off the edge that affected that that quarterback that made him change his arm slot where he sailed it over the slant right into the weak safety's arms. So I think if it's Florida, you got to start it up front You've got to start rushing the passer better. You've got to start getting your hands up. You've got to start being able to bull rush tackles again to affect the quarterback with the right leverage, and that'll help in the back end. But Florida's got to start playing the ball better and attack, trying to attack the ball at the highest point with the receiver. It seemed to me that the Florida DBs, were so content with just being in position that they felt like it was a win. And typically in the past, when you see a Florida DB, it could even be the nickel covering the wheel route and man on a post wheel. That guy's going to be able to go play the ball. And that's something Florida miss. And I guarantee you that's something that coach crime is going to work, whether it's in circuit before you get into practice or on the side or during practice to really emphasize it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear there. Um, Let's talk. You, you mentioned it briefly. Recruiting. How, how did he do the last couple of years at Auburn and uh, in, in bringing in uh, there? Look, I mean, it, it's it's um, you go to it and he's linked to some big names, and the biggest of all, you know, um, Robert condici there with his time at Old Miss, transfers or, or you know comes comes over to Auburn with a couple of stints. Uh, from what you've been able to remember, his first stint at Auburn into the last couple of years, how would you rate uh, that side of it?
1: Well. The way I explain it is like this. Everybody thinks, oh, he's a a rambunctious guy. He's got charisma. He's going to be a great recruiter. And a lot of times that helps. That's a big part of it. But what guys like Wesley McGriff have is something that's more important than that they have relationships with the high school coaches in all these areas that they've recruited for all these years. And the, and the high school coaches where the son took over for the dad that coached at the 2A for 40 years and is in the Hall of Fame of that school, he <laughs> knows Coach Crime. He's been in that school. So he can go into any school with any kid and say, hey, it's Coach Crime. Hey, my brother, how's it going? Hey, uh, let's talk about this, that, and the other. All right, tell me about So-and-so, what do you think about him, coach? I think he's your type of guy. He's the guy that me and you, you know, we've talked about kids like this. I think he'd fit your program. That makes the great recruiters. It's being able to get your foot in the door because it's not just the kid. It's not just the mom. You have to be able to have a guy that understands and has relationships. Why do you think Auburn hired Mike Bobo? Uh, he has relationships all across the Southeast in recruiting. He can get Brian Harson, a guy that's not from the SEC, in any door. See, that's where the sausage is made, and that's where I think fans need to start looking a little bit deeper into, hey, he may be hilarious. He could do stand-up comedy, whatever. He, he looks great in a shirt, but does he have relationships with high school coaches? Do high school coaches trust him? How do his former players feel about him? There's a lot of other things that go into making a great recruiter because it's not all linear.
0: There we go. There we go, Jake. Last couple of thoughts here. I want to get your uh, w- w- let's go wide scope just a bit. Are you surprised? We, you just kind of mentioned it. We mentioned the failures of the Florida defense this year from afar, from from you know not not just focused on Florida. Are you surprised Dan Mullen decided to keep a keep keep Todd Grantham around?
1: Yes. Um. If not for any fact other than. You know, a lot of guys have been let go. You look at Pellini, and, and it's it's almost a peer pressure thing. And you look at the stuff that happened on the sidelines. And the way I look at it's like this. And, and this is what I would tell all Florida fans. Todd Grantham did not forget how to coach defense. There's just a disconnect somewhere there. And I don't know if it's between Mullen and Grantham. And I saw them get into it on the sidelines, but people make too much about that. Mm-hmm. There, a lot of time that stuff happens over the headset. And they're not next to each other, so you can't hear it. And much worse, things are said. There's so much worse <laughs> things said when a guy's in the box and the other one's on the field, and they, they can't. People get really brave on the headset, especially when it's not the head coach.
0: I think so, the best example of that. Is look at Kirby Smart a few times.
1: Oh, uh, he's yeah, the, Kirby, the he's gonna Spontaneously combust. <laughs> and but the, but again, I can tell you the assistant coaches will probably tell you when Kirby is says the worst stuff is when he's not freaking out like that. It's when he's just made his mind up that he's that upset that he's going to articulate how mad he really is. It's like your parents when they're disappointed in you, not not mad at you where, you know, they want to spank you. They're just disappointed in you. That kind of hurts worse. But, you know, would I be shocked if Florida turned it around on defense this next year and all of a sudden Todd Grantham's a hero? No, but there is a disconnect there uh, and it needs to be fixed. And, you know, with Dan Mullen, another thing that I think factors into it, you know, Dan Mullen has this show cause deal where he can't really recruit. Grantham, as I mentioned about McGriff, is a guy that, you know, does hold his own in recruiting, has been around the block. So there's a lot of things to juggle at once. But I was surprised he kept them, to be honest with you, because I thought Kevin Steele was going to Florida. I'll be honest with
0: you. Yeah, yeah. you and I talked talk behind the scenes a, lot, a, a yeah. bit about that. And uh, they were, it looked very possible, <laughs> or at least the interest an was and a
1: half. It was very possible.
0: Yeah, the, at least the interest was very possible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, a couple more. Travaris Robinson played at Florida. I mean, played at Auburn. Uh, coached at Florida with Will Muschamp. Went to South Carolina with him as well. His name was linked pretty early on when these de- uh, these defensive back coaches for Florida were let go. Robinson's name crept up there. Now in the last couple of days, we're starting to hear Auburn uh, pop up a little bit for Robinson.
1: Yeah, you know some.
0: Oh, I lost you, Jake. Nope. Lost oh, you a second. Yeah, no, when
1: when Mama comes calling, uh, you know, I think the deal with T-Rob is you go from being a guy that's known as Will Muschamp's guy, and and, and that's okay, uh, and you're a DC there with him. You have a little bit of power, but it's really not your defense, Dave. It, it's, kind of, it's kind of like Nick Saban a little mm-hmm. bit, right? it's you know pete golding we can say you know he's the dc at the end of the day nick has a lot of influence on that but he'll let pete call it and that's why i think they've struggled a little bit because pete has struggled to call it and nick doesn't want to embarrass them and i respect that and they've been winning obviously um but with traverius you you're getting a guy that's a heck of a recruiter and in my opinion sometimes it's good to get away from from the guys that that brought you there a little bit it's good to branch out to go on your own a little bit. I think he's a guy that will be a D.C. again. He played at Auburn. He understands Auburn. I think uh, he sees a spot at him or for him with the staff at Auburn. But he's a great coach. He's an up-and-comer. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, five, seven years down the road, T-Rob's the guy you see getting a head job.
0: All right, last thought here. Football Scoop, when they uh, announced that this hire was going to be made for Florida uh, for McGriff, they also talked about the other open spot Florida has, Chris Ash from Texas. Was under Urban Meyer before there, so there's a, a little bit of you know link there with Dan Mullen, Urban Meyer, Chris Ash, but also Charlie Strong. His name was brought up once again uh, for a job at Florida. We know he's at Alabama right now. If Strong was to come back to Florida, I would probably send some shockwaves to the SEC a bit.
1: Well, yeah, I mean you're you're getting a guy, and and I put him and Derek Mason uh, in a similar category schematically in some of the things they do in the way that they're revered by a lot of people. And, and, you know, Charlie Strong is a guy that if you look throughout a lot of time has had a lot of success, a lot of good defenses. Everybody has bumps in the road. But when Charlie Strong, in my opinion, isn't the head guy, he's an assassin. It's like Derek Mason. You're able to go back and, and what do they say nowadays? Get in your bag. That's what he's doing. He's coming back to get in his bag, and and that's defense. And I think anytime you get a guy that's as revered, again, I keep bringing up high school coaches, but you want to help in recruiting? Sign a guy they all respect and, and have him work for you. And you keep bringing these guys into these high schools and into these living rooms, and all of a sudden it's, hey, you know, Charlie Strong's at Florida. Uh, he's coming to the house tonight. That's a big deal to a kid, especially a kid from Florida, especially a kid from South Florida. And that's why I think you saw T-Rob mentioned as well, because he's a South Florida guy. So, again, if you can get Charlie Strong and guys like Coach Crime, I mean, it's it's really tough to be upset about that or find a lot of negatives in that.
0: All right, Jake Crane, man, thank you very much. Let our listeners know one more time, what's your podcast about, what's your show is about, so they can go check out some great SEC coverage.
1: Yeah, man, Uh, we talk SEC football, basketball. Uh, I got Cole Kubelik coming on tomorrow from the SEC Network. We're talking the new hires. Try to talk about everybody, obviously, with the coaching search at Auburn and stuff like that. Uh, We've done a lot of Auburn stuff. Uh, But for Florida fans, going to get a little bit of everything, going to get Dave on the show. Uh, Got Damian Fishback coming on, talking a little SEC basketball. We'll throw Florida in there as well. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the J-Boy Show. No politics. Just football, Dave. Just uh, real football talk. That's the way we like to put it. Basketball and baseball. I appreciate you. Let me come on. You do a great job, man. I know the audience loves it.
0: Jake, man, thank you, thank you so much for breaking down this hire for the Gators. And absolutely, I can't, I can't wait to uh, join you uh, on your show to talk some, talk talk some Gators, talk some SEC, man.
1: Yes, sir. We're gonna make it happen, brother. I appreciate you, Dave. All
0: right, thanks so much. So, Jake Crane, thank you, uh, thank you so much one more time for joining us right here on this uh, surprising breaking news episode here on, on Gators yeah, and the talk to Gators newest hire in Wesley McGriff, not official yet, not official, but it's going to happen. Not going to happen there. So everybody, thanks for uh, hopping on quick notice. I, I, I know, but uh, no news like this and I can get a guest on like that can come together. We're going to, uh, We're going to put it out there for you. So everybody go back and listen to this past Monday's episode. Will Miles and I, of course, talk Dan Mullen and all the NFL talk. More talk, Grantham talk as well. Uh, Join us next week. We'll take a look back at our over, under, um, under, over, over, under, Everything we got wrong in the preseason, all of our preseason predictions, we're going to go back and take a look at those with the 2020 season uh, ending. My bad. That will not be next Monday night because of the national championship game. It'll be next Tuesday night. That's when we'll be coming at you with the next episode of Gators Breakdown. So, everybody, thanks for hopping on. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks for all the support. And uh, we'll holler at you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.